I'm Joan Breibart, and the uh, podcast is Body Conversations. This one is called Lose Weight by Imagining You Can Ring Oprah's Neck. This is October 23, Episode A. And this sequence, which is going to follow with the 80 Bytes book, which is now available, and the free app, and I'm calling them uh, A and continuing. I hope I don't have to do the entire alphabet before people get it. But anyway, um, why this title? It's because Oprah's the media. And um, to me, the media is the villain. The media is what caused Americans to be suckered into all of these dieting schemes and exercises that are... Uh, nothing but um, pain, no pain, no gain. And um, the result is that we are now 65% obese. We really don't even have overweight. It's just the overweight people shifted into obesity. I guess that was during COVID. At any rate, that's a very high number. Now people talk about childhood obesity, which is the worst. And um, meanwhile, the government tells you it's 42%. Um, only yesterday it was 40%, but they had to uh, adjust it because of COVID. So that's fraud. And uh, people were suckered. And uh, now they're living with this issue. And it's very bad. In fact, 100 million people have fatty liver disease. 96 million are pre-diabetic. 40 have diabetes, and it just goes on and on with all the other issues. Plus all the, the mental stress from feeling bad about your body and how you look and anything like that. So this is what happened to me. Now, I'm 82, and uh, I've always been slim, but that's because of how I eat not what I eat, how I eat, where I'm uh, focusing on eating less and eating only what I want, never, ever manipulating nutrients. I'm interested in taste primarily, and I've never gone along with any of this dieting. I always thought it was just a trap and that it would make you fat, but obviously that's not what everybody else thought. So. I've been doing Pilates for 60 years. I've tried everything else. I mean, I, I am in this business, so I have to do uh, step and I have to do um, cycling and I have to try hit and bar and I mean, I try it, right? But I've stuck with Pilates. Now, so those are two major components of how I uh, treat my body. Now, I really am a very healthy person, and uh, I've never been sick, not even the flu. And so um, when I started to feel bad, which was about six months ago, I just ignored the symptoms. And the symptoms were um, very annoying. <laughs> I mean, I had a pain in my thoracic, which I've never had, and I was coughing all the time. I mean, I, of course I'm taking you know, cough medicines, thinking that I just have some 
mucus or congestion, you know, I'm diagnosing myself, right? Hugely bloated. So I'm <laughs> buying de-bloating pills uh, that I see on Instagram. I mean, stupid stuff, really. And ignoring these symptoms, this, this horrible cough and the pain and the bloating and the lack of energy. I mean, I'm exhausted. I come home from work and I take a nap and then I have a little bit to eat and then I sit on the couch and watch television. I, I found out what it was to be a couch potato. So, stupid really. I did not contact my doctor. I thought this was just, well, I guess I thought it was aging. I mean, I'm 82, and but when I walk up the stairs from the subway, I, I, it was really hard for me. Anyway, at some point, I realized I had to do something, so of course I contacted my doctor, and then to find out, he's on vacation. So that delays, and I'm getting worse and worse and worse. Finally, I see him and he orders blood, of course, and all these other tests, and it begins this uh, really horrendous process of trying to figure out what's wrong with you and getting MRI and PET scan and biopsy and ultrasound, and every appointment means you have to go to some medical facility which is you know, understaffed, overworked, not running well, and uh, it was not good. So finally, uh, you know, I end up at the, the number one cancer hospital, Sloan Kettering, Memorial Sloan Kettering, and I find out that I have uh, lymphoma and that um, I have a tumor on my liver, which is so big, I should really be in the Guinness Book of World Records, but they don't track that sort of thing. Anyway, um, and that, of course, explained this cough because it was so big it was compressing my lungs and the fact that I could barely eat, even though I was so bloated, was because it was pressing on my stomach and then, um, you know, the, it just everything came out as a result of this huge tumor. They were very concerned because of my age and uh, admitted me to the hospital the next day. Normally, you would be in chemotherapy in an outpatient facility, and the first time they would do it very slowly because you could have bad reactions and um, you know they want to watch you and all that kind of thing. But for me, they thought, this is a disaster. We've got to lock this woman up. So they did magnificent room, it's a brand new hospital. Cancer is a growth business, by the way. Anyway, um, so I have no uh, bad reaction to the, the chemo, this very slow drip of this poison. And then I leave the hospital and um, five days later, I mean, I almost can picture the moment, all of my symptoms are gone. I mean, when I left the hospital, I was still choking and coughing and bloated and pain and tired and on and on and on, and no appetite. And now I have this metallic taste in my mouth, which makes it even worse because I mean, I have a great palate and I love to eat. So whew, that was terrible. 
Anyway, um, five days later, it just, it's instantly everything goes away. And then, this is very interesting too, I begin to realize, because all these years with Pilates in my business, that um, I have more flexibility. You know, when you age, you lose flexibility, and I've never been that flexible, okay, but not great, not like dancers. And I find I have more flexibility. Then I start checking my balance. Better. Strength. Obviously, I know how to uh, adjust the springs on the reformer, and I start trying things. And of course, I have a wonderful trainer, um, American College of Sports Medicine, so I do private training, and of course, I have a fabulous Pilates teacher, and um, I've been to a great physical therapist because I had a problem with my knee. So all of these people confirm these amazing increases. Very soon, oh, and by the way, now, your hair is supposed to fall out Immediately, I was told, get a wig, right? And I did, and it was very expensive. Except my hair's not falling out. Not even the 50 to 100 hairs that everyone, you, every day you lose. I mean, it's just natural hair loss as new hair pushes up, right? So I now have the thickest hair I've ever had, even better than pregnancy. So this is not what was expected, and um, you probably know people, or maybe you've had cancer, and there's a really long list of side effects that you get from the treatment, and um, they're longer than my arm, and um, they're awful, and uh, I feel so sorry for these people, and I've seen these people there when I go, suffering, suffering, and here I am thriving. So this made me think about why. And at the same time, of course, I am uh, so happy that Ozempic and Munjaro and these miracle medicines are available and they are doing exactly what 80 Bites has said now for years and years and years. And because of that, because of our stance against the uh, wellness formula, which is Failed totally, but people still love it. 3,500 calories equals a pound, and you lose 500, and then in a week you lose it. Anyway, so eat healthy, which of course is manipulating nutrients and maybe leading you to consume things that you really don't like, that you don't like the taste of. And I found this out for the first time, having chemo, which affects your palate because you have this metallic taste, and I have a fabulous palate, and I eat everything. I could never name one food, whether it's liver, or Brussels sprouts, calamari, whatever, that I disliked. I love to eat, and I love to taste. Well, now all of a sudden, nothing has any taste. And things that I would really love, I mean, fresh orange juice, which to me is, is ambrosia, had no taste. And I live in a building that has a Whole Foods right in it, and they make fresh orange juice, and it's very expensive, and sometimes I buy it. So I did, and I couldn't believe it wasn't even sweet. So that was a, that was a real wake up, because when you're in the weight loss business, as we are, you know, I call this Pilates for the mouth and stomach, 80 bites, but 
you hear people tell you, oh, I don't want that. Just I don't like that taste, or no, I don't want to eat that, or and I'm always thinking, what's wrong with these people? But now I understand. And anyone who proposes a diet and tells people what they should eat, they're crazy. I mean, this is something that we know so little about taste. Um, and for someone who's always had uh, an ability to enjoy all foods, now to understand what it must be like when you taste things and they don't agree with you and you don't like them and they're not pleasant, and then you're giving a diet which is telling you to eat this and not eat that, and you know eat everything in column A and some things in column B, but if it's raining in Bermuda on a Thursday, only eat C, you know, these manipulations that I believe have driven people mad. So that was something I learned. I learned about taste. And I also learned about, of course, being a couch potato because I became a couch potato. And so I tried to figure out why I was experiencing chemotherapy in such a different way. And I, I hit on it, and that's what I'm going to teach you, and I think it's going to solve a lot of problems for everyone. Of course, we know that people have gained weight, particularly COVID, though some people actually lost weight during COVID, which is natural since where were you been going? Nowhere. But anyway, um, Certainly the problem's there. I mean, actually, if you think about it, if you're 50 pounds too heavy, you're carrying 50 extra pounds, and you use the old 3,500 calorie formula, you know, maybe you have 175,000 calories stored on your body. Now, you take these new injections, soon pills, 2024. There will be pills. They will work better. They have fewer side effects. Everyone knows this. The U.S. government made obesity a disease because they had defrauded the public and they knew they had to fix this. And obviously, we couldn't have mutated in this short number of decades. Anyway, so they'll be here and they'll be doing what 80 Bites does, but it will be so much easier when you have a pill. I mean, what we're doing is trying to adjust the hormones, the, these hormones that affect your gut, your stomach, and why that is out of balance. I believe it's out of balance because people have run from this thing to that thing to whatever, and um, their body's confused. And part of all of this wellness is trying to outsmart your body, which is really stupid because your body is much smarter than you are. So, you know, do this, take this, do this exercise, on and on and on and you're confusing the body. And now we hear all this stuff about the blue zones. And of course the media wants to focus on what these people do. Oh, they get together at night and they play cards or they take a walk or they do this or that and they eat this or they drink this or whatever. But what is it really? It's not that. It's that whatever these people do, and these are old people like 90s and 100, They've been doing their whole life, just like me. I have never been suckered into any of this stuff, right? I came up with what I thought would be good exercise for my mind, 
and body, and really my mind, Pilates is very much helping your mind, your brain, and body, of course, and how I would eat, and I've never varied it. I, I just didn't get suckered into all this calorie counting and keto and carbs and this is good and this is bad, and I, it just was to me silly. So I am one of those people who came up with what I should do and I just stuck to it. Now, of course, for the media, this is a disaster. They need to publicize something new every single day and people then are um, going to do it, right? Because the media says it. Now let's take Oprah. So she had the most successful TV show ever. I think it was started in 1986. And I found out that 25% of her programming was uh, diet and exercise, makeovers. Why? Well, she seemed to be fascinated herself, but I think it was more that it was very cheap to produce and the audience liked it. And so she's telling people 25% of these shows have a new way to do it, right? New way to fix your body. And so people do this and they believe in her and that they should. She's you know, one of the smartest people alive. But why someone who is that smart didn't recognize that having people constantly change how much and when and what they would consume, food, beverage, and exercise, should have known that this is not what the body wants. The body wants consistency, predictability, not change. I mean, let's face it, you, you take a trip, you're in Cincinnati and you go to Stockholm, I mean, the body suffers because of the time change and the water and you know everything. We know that. The body can recover, but it doesn't want to have change like this. It wants you to consume food and beverage pretty much at the same time every day in the same quantity with a big variety of nutrients and to eliminate at the same time and to exercise. That's a very high bar, obviously, because there's life, right? And you have interruptions, but that doesn't even seem to be something that people pay attention to. So obviously I've done that. That's important and that's helped me in this uh, cancer uh, problem. But ultimately I came up with what is really uh, helping me and that's what I'm going to teach you. So I'm a person who thinks and I don't go with the flow. I don't accept what I read when I'm scrolling as everyone does on social media and surfing the web and just all of this mindless stuff that everyone's drawn into because it's irresistible. I am not just scrolling, I'm thinking. So I am doing something that appears to be, and for most people, not productive at all, and um, really makes them maybe not feel good because there are comparisons and uh, concerns and things like that. But for me, it's not that way. It's an active experience because I have already thought about a lot of things, and so when I see something, I can 
zero in on it. So it's a very active. And I don't know where the studies are, but the brain really burns more calories than anything. Now, it's not in the interest of institutions like business and the government and um, religion and everything else to have people think because then uh, they may come up with um, objections to policies, etc. We know that. So it's very interesting how in this situation that I've just been in, I can tell that people, really smart people, people who are educated, one friend who, who has a degree from um, a well-known woman's seven sister school and a PhD from a major university. And when I talked to this person, this woman, I said, stupid, how could I have been so stupid? I just turned my brain off and I became a couch potato and I'm self-medicating and all this time this tumor's building up and and the person's reaction, and everyone else I said this to is, oh, no, 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 don't, uh, don't say that to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. No, no, no. Instead of what they should have said, which is, you know, you're supposed to be smart, Joan. And uh, certainly, uh, we all hope that you never have symptoms again, but really, those kinds of symptoms you should have paid attention to and seen, um, a doctor, you're in New York with the best doctors, um, immediately. But nobody said that, right? Because everything is to just lull you into going along and never accepting any responsibility or taking action, right? So this is not how I live. I don't go with the flow. And even when I am surprised at something, which I was only last week, I, I see it as, wow, it's everywhere. Now, there's a very famous painting, we all know it, by Grant Wood. It's called American Gothic. It's from 1930. And there are two people in a field, and there's a house behind them, and a mirror. And we all know this as there's a farmhouse, it's in Iowa, it's the epitome of rural American authenticity, and, um, you know, we just accept this. We've seen it so often. So now there's an article in the New York Times. It used to be my Bible, but now I disagree with almost everything, but still, I read. And um, it points out that this entire... A painting was staged and that the, the woman was the uh, artist, Grant Wood's sister, and the man was his dentist, and the house was never occupied in the way that it, it is portrayed, and on and on and on, totally staged. And so then I think, oh, another thing where we're deluded, right? But I remember this. If I didn't know about uh, the documentaries you see on television, Netflix, of course, I, I would think that this is all just perfection. But because my son, who's the CEO of Mass Appeal, has made great documentaries, one just up for an Emmy, Supreme Team, fabulous, watch it. I know what's involved. I know there are dozens, maybe tens of dozens of people working on it and it's huge costs and everything is staged and 
manipulated and whatever. So what I'm saying is if you don't use your brain and a lot, you are going to fall into a lot of different um, issues and they're bad and you don't want to uh, do that because the brain is the best calorie burner and you don't want to beat up your body with the kind of exercise you're told to do, strenuous exercise, when you're carrying all this weight. So this is the beginning and I'm going to teach you how to turn everything you see and read into a calorie burner. And that's gonna mean that when you scroll through social media, it's a positive experience. Just think, I'm burning calories, right? And I wanna burn them so I can um, get my body back to where it should be. And then I'm going to have 80 bites, which will prepare me. And then when the pill comes, maybe I'll take it. Maybe I won't need it, but whatever. You're going to get away from having this weight that's really something you don't need to carry anymore. And um, I'm here to help and I think that it's going to be so liberating for everyone. So now's the time to put your best calorie burner, your brain into action and start to focus on what you really need to do, which is to eat less, drink less, less often. Again, it's not what the media is feeding you. But I'll tell you something interesting right now. Um, journalists are interviewing the CEOs of major food companies and like General Foods and, and Pepsi and whatever about how this is going to affect them. And then the most surprising one was last week, Bloomberg has an article about the airline industry where they're looking forward to the fuel savings when they don't have to transport extra large bodies. Huge savings in fuel. Now, of course, the, you know, the fuel industry is going to lose, but the costs of the airplane um, running will be reduced and the environment will be protected. And it's just, it's going to run through every part of our economy. And as I said 10 years ago, this is not something that public health officials can fix. It's really economy. It's the economy. And remember President Clinton said, it's the economy, stupid. Well, it is the economy and it'll work out. Think about the apparel industry. Everyone will buy new clothes, new wardrobes, and they'll look better and they'll feel better and it'll be great. So um, there'll be another podcast soon and please download the free app. There's no tracking. We took it away. When you read uh, the 80 Bytes portion control plan, $14 and it's everything you need, um, you'll find out why we got rid of tracking and why you should stop tracking right now. So good luck. See you soon.